Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. All Saints Day is a day that is hard to encompass into one direct word, one direct uh, theme, one direct sermon, as it were, but it is the task that I've been given and one that I've been thinking about all week and one that's really hard because how do you encapsulate what it means to be part of God's church? Not only here on earth, but triumphantly in heaven. It is a mystery that is so glorious that it escapes comprehension. But it's one that we get a glimpse of in our text from St. John in the Revelation. That after the 12 tribes are sealed, he looks and beholds a great multitude that no one can number. From every nation, from all tribes and peoples and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in, clothed in, in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. It's a beautiful sight to picture this. I don't know if you teared up a little bit. I teared up during that last time. It was a, it's a good one. Um, It's one that tugs at our heart because of the truth that it conveys. The truth of those who have gone before us in the faith that we can look to them when we're struggling. Not praying to them, as some do, but to look to them for encouragement, to see the struggles that they have gone through. And some may have been seemingly harder than our own. Some saints that have gone before us have been persecuted, slandered, killed, tortured, all kinds of horrible things for the sake of their faith. And we look to them when things get hard, as the great cloud of as the great cloud of um, witnesses that are cheering us on that say keep going keep running keep striving because it's worth it that in the end those who are faithful will be granted the greatest prize ever. Salvation for all time. Life everlasting. Peace that does not fade away. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It is something that we, who are still part of the church here on earth, should pay attention to. Because these who are clothed in white robes, cry out, 
Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Their cry, their prayer, should be ours too. What they have now, triumphant, triumphant in glory, in God's glory, is promised to you. And that can be a hard thing to stomach sometimes. It can be hard because in the midst of this world where we suffer, we can say, it just seems too hard today. It seems too hard to get up and to make things happen. It seems too hard to believe that God really loves me today of all days because I just don't feel it. Or so much is happening in my life right now that I, it's, it's weighing me down. I just can't go on. Sometimes we get that way. I get that way. <laughs> and I would imagine y'all do too. Today is a day where we look to the saints, but not because of what they've done by themselves. We look to the saints because in them we see Christ. We see what he has done. And that gives us hope. It gives us strength because Christ has done great and gracious and wonderful things through those saints of old, those beloved people who have gone before us in the faith, who now, who now rest from the tribulations of this world. To be a Christian in this world is, is to live in the great tribulation. To live on this side of glory, on this side of Christ's coming, is a great tribulation. And it's hard. I know I say that a lot, that it's hard. That doesn't even begin to describe it, does it? Sometimes it becomes too much. And sometimes we can get weighed down by certain things that are important, but if they're not lived out, then they become pointless. We as Lutherans love to talk about the doctrine of justification. It is the teaching on which the church stands or falls. Yet sometimes I really wonder, myself included, whether or not we actually believe it because we don't act like it's true. Christ has saved you. Christ has bought you with his blood. Your sins are forgiven. And so your life should be different now. But most often it's not. Most often we get filled with anxieties. We get filled with concerns. We get so worried about the, about the opinions of others who are opposed to Christ, and we remain silent where we shouldn't. 
And so we struggle because we are fallen. We are sinful. We're not perfect. And we cry out to God for faith. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. And this isn't something we should be ashamed of. There's a beloved saint who died this year. Um, uh, Pastor Cluck. <laughs> While I was holding his hand, and as he was passing from this veil of tears on into eternal glory in Christ, he prayed that prayer. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Don't be ashamed of this. Don't be ashamed that you need to cry out to God for strength. Don't be ashamed that sometimes it gets to be too hard and that you of your own strength can't do it. Don't be ashamed. For Christ is there. He promises you great things. <coughs> he promises you great things that we can attach to ourselves now and here through this life that we have so that one day we can be a part of that great throng of saints in the great multitude that can't be counted singing praises and glory and honor to our God to be the ones who have that same promise that the Lamb who is on the throne will be our shepherd, that he will guide us into the springs of, of living water, who will wipe away every tear from our eyes. We have this promise, and it is beautiful. That when we die, death is not the end. Not only that, it's just the beginning. It is beautiful and glorious for those who are in Christ. For those who trust in Him, God has taken the absolute worst thing that Satan could throw in your face, death itself. And He has made it a means by which you will live. And live for all eternity. And, and live for all time. For all eternity. If there's any encouragement I can give to you today, it's to live the life that God has given you. Because it is the same life that you have right now. It's the same life that those saints have who have gone on in, into glory. You have that same promise. You have that same life. You are one with Christ in faith. And this is something I say a lot, and it's something that brings a lot of comfort, not just to others, but to me as well, that when we gather here, when we gather in this place, and we partake of Christ's body and blood, when we sing, when we sing um, during the service of the sacrament, 
um, with the angels and with the archangels and with all the company of heaven. We sing, we sing holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, with all those saints who've gone before us. And there's someone, you know, here who has told me this great thing that they do whenever they come up to the rail. They imagine that, that their mom and their dad are right there. Those who have gone on before them. They imagine that they are there with their hands on their shoulders. Comforting them. Pointing them to Christ. It's a beautiful thing. Because those who are in Christ, when you pass through this veil of tears on into glory, you are one with Christ. And where Christ is, that person is as well. It's not a far leap of the imagination to say that as we gather here, though we cannot see them, the saints are gathered with us. We cannot see them. But we know that they are there because they are resting with Christ. And Christ is surely here. So rejoice. Rejoice and know that blessed are you who mourn, for you will be comforted. That Christ comforts those who mourn in faith, knowing that their loved ones rest firmly with Christ. And may this grant you peace. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord.